right, and welcome to Broken Silicon, a PC hardware and gaming podcast. I am Tom, and I am joined by the NVIDIA shill. Dan. Aw, shit. Well, you're really a dog show right now. You have a dog behind you on your camera. You have a dog behind me on my camera. Uh, She's usually just staring at me. But (laughs) Moore's Law is Dan officially compromised by NVIDIA. (laughs) <laughs> but that's what we're talking about. And this at, dog. And this dog, for sure. It is so cute. <laughs> it compromises everyone who meets her. Uh, what's your dog's name, just so everyone knows? Uh, her name is Wendy, and maybe sometime we can send a picture over so we can see the uh, sister dog to Tom's dog. Yeah. <laughs> so... I think, so this wasn't going to be an episode, but I keep getting spammed in every video that I made recently, um, which I will plug right now. If you listen to Broken Silicon and you haven't watched my Whispers of Golden Cove or my TRX40 pricing uh, videos, they're probably some of the best ones I've ever made. I'm sure the Intel one's the best I've ever made. I've been completely... Uh, hmm. I guess I'll use the term shit fucked by the Google algorithm on this one. And I'm pretty sure too, because I get completely misreported views all over the place. I had people say that it never even showed up in their feed until they noticed it days later. So I don't know what that's about. Please watch it. It's probably my best work, but, um, in the comments there, completely unrelated, completely. And by the way, I know a lot of people now listen to broken Silicon and don't watch a lot of the videos. Uh, Dan, just so you know, <laughs> we have tripled the Broken Silicon views this month. I mean, downloads is last month. It is charting in the top 1,000 podcasts on Apple. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want, and I don't know how long it charted there, but it did. So again, I have to go where the content is. I'm going to be looking to get onto some podcast, you know, I don't know, consortium eventually. And so I wasn't going to have a broken silicon come out this week, uh, but because I'm tired, but I figured we could do this while we're recording die shrinks. It'd be pretty easy because this is where, as one reviewer said, where the action's at. (laughs) If you like Moore's Law is dead. And I agree. I I think the podcast is something no one else is offering right now. Um, And so let's get into it. I figured because so many people are bringing it up in the comments, I can bring up this as a shorter episode. Buying off reviewers, the shenanigans with uh, Gamers Nexus. I guess let's start here again. And we did talk about this in the last Broken Silicon for like, I think, five to ten minutes. But yeah, someone anonymously posted, uh, which I guess he made an account. I just noticed name YouTube shenanigans that NVIDIA is paying off YouTubers. How, again, how would you summarize this post, Dan? What is he accuse NVIDIA of and YouTubers? Um. Essentially, uh, he's saying NVIDIA is either paying or like low-key pressuring uh, tech YouTubers to feature their products in videos that aren't that are unrelated to NVIDIA. So, like, have an NVIDIA box in the background or something, and additionally, um, try to feature AMD graphics card reviews, feature them head-to-head with their other cards, and leave NVIDIA cards out of the reviews. Is that a good summary? Yes, which I think we said this in the Broken Silicon. I actually think Jim at Adore TV said this too, that there's something fishy about this post because there's a few red flags in it to me that 
which I don't want to go over again, that for me make me think this post might not be real. So that's why we just briefly touched on it. It's like, if I can't verify this is real, and he didn't put any direct proof, and there seemed like, why would he go here but not post it somewhere else? Like, there would be ways to loosely prove something or give more evidence. It just wasn't there. Yeah, and uh, a video, like, referred to this as, like, the story of the season every year where it becomes, where somebody revives this conspiracy a lot of the time, so... It's a lot of rehashing of those arguments. That's not a bad point. It does seem like this comes up every year, but, oh, and yeah, it's been pulled from Reddit. I'm just noticing now, too. I Just go to the Tech Power Up link, I guess, in the description. Um, a lot of people have screenshotted it, too. Yeah, including us, I believe. And so, yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the only things that make me think there's like a 40% or, you know, I'll say 50, 50 chance. This is true is that he gives some really interesting specifics, but he could have just gotten this from watching, frankly, any YouTuber who like me, who accuses NVIDIA of doing this all the time. You know, uh, the, the specifics I liked was talking about focusing on NVIDIA products in every AMD review, which digital foundry did in the 5700 XT review. That's something I'll just say right off the top. I think there's a good chance Digital Foundry's paid off by NVIDIA somehow. I, and I'm willing to say it. Like that, and and I w- here's what I would say. I want you to watch the 5700 XT review on Digital Foundry and tell me it's not one of the most bizarre reviews of a product you've ever seen where they talk about NVIDIA products for more of the review than AMD <laughs> products. And furthermore, like, just the organization is odd and he seems nervous in parts of the video. Like to me, the body language really suggested something was going on there. And, and the last thing I would say about that is I think it would be worse if NVIDIA wasn't paying him off. Yeah. Because then that would mean he's just the way he uh, thinks he's about horrible. writing a review is pretty strange. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to be very upfront about that, but then tech power up, which is one thing that made everyone send me a bunch of questions. It runs this article where for some reason they put Steve and Gamers Nexus on the front of it as if they're accusing them of being paid off by NVIDIA. Which, yeah, they didn't seem to take it (laughs) very well, which I understand. I mean, to be clear, I think if I was Gamers Nexus, I would have ran with this with a huge video too because what a great way to get clicks. And I don't mean that as an insult. Like, come on. And it is funny. Like, it is weird they chose him. His video is funny. Yeah, his video is very funny. I'll give him that. (laughs) Yeah, that will be in the description, too. So, and by the way, I want to be clear. I'm not sure why they would have used him. And here's what I want to say about the Tech Power Up article. I think this is another example of Tech Power Up throwing a spam article on their website, much like the SMT4 article where they reference WCCF referencing a review wrongly. As their source for the Zen 3 SMT4 article that I really lambast in my conspiracies of AMD or is the Zen conspiracies video. Like this is to me another example of them just like, this is a story that was two weeks old, first of all. Like this was posted weeks ago. So why they decided to put this on Tech Power Up with Gamers Nexus, it's clickbait, guys. Um, Well, yeah. And, And like you said, back to that article about like SMT4, it was from like, Referencing like a German website that clearly wasn't that cl- said this is an old rumor, basically. <laughs> yeah. 
which I've had more Germans reach out to me and say, yes, just to be clear, Tom, that Hardware Lux article is not a new rumor. They are just speculating on an old rumor and say it openly multiple times and that that German word in the title was not rumor. Google Translate misquoted that. And in fact, I I noticed that too, because if you put it in Google Translate a few times, it just says like speculation factory, which I'm like, I don't think that means a rumor. I think that means that's basically a German word for speculation. And that had the lazy journalism there. And this is just another example of Tech Power Up doing some of the laziest (laughs) clickbait posting I've ever seen in my life. Like, really. And people attacked him in the comments for that. And I think he deserves criticism for posting something weeks old that doesn't make (laughs) shits on Gamers Nexus. But again, yeah. I, I don't. I also will say this: I think it's laziness, not malice. I don't think he tried to attack Gamers Nexus. Yeah, I mean, what the, he his videos—they prominently feature those backgrounds that show off all of their their cards and stuff they have, and it was just easy. Like, here's an example. Y- yeah, exactly. Which, yeah, I mean, you've talked. We've talked about that before. Is, That's some pretty big laziness, though, right? Because you're. You're basically attacking anyone you put as your thumbnail here. <laughs> yeah, because you're connecting a negative story to that person inherently by putting them in the thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, so I guess what have we covered so far? That we're not even sure if that original leak was true. We think it could be true because I like some of the specifics in there, like NVIDIA insisting you have to talk about their products in every video. That does sound like some like uh, evil genius idea NVIDIA would come up with. Uh, yeah, but at the same time, I don't, uh, and then I guess we're also saying we think this tech power up article is just yet another shitty tech power up bullshit fest. They've been doing that a lot lately. I think their quality needs to go up. Uh, but at the same time, I think it was laziness as usual. I don't think this was malice at all. I don't think they were trying to attack gamers nexus. And then we also think gamers nexus was funny. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And I guess one thing I'll say about gamers nexus is I don't think they're paid off by NVIDIA. I mentioned this to you before we started recording. I think their review of the 2080 Super, they ended the review by saying, we get it, NVIDIA, you can make a 1080 Ti again. <laughs> so they're very open. And, and I think it just doesn't make sense for NVIDIA to pay off most big channels. Again, I suspect they are. there's something with Digital Foundry. And if there's not, then I think that just points to grosser incompetence or fanboyism from a website than I could imagine. (laughs) But I think what you have to think about is NVIDIA is not going to pay off tiny channels. Uh, Probably, uh, like, because both the tiny channels tend to be very outspoken and there's no profit in working with such low subscriber channels. But they're also probably not going to pay off people like tech, like, like Jay's two cents. They're not paying off him uh, they're not paying off Linus Tech Tips. They're not paying off Gamers Nexus because they have millions of subscribers. They don't need Nvidia's yep. money. It's and, the, and mid- the blowback. Yeah, and the blowback. Like, I feel like a uh, Linus Tech Tips doing a video about like they are tr- they tried to pay us off. That could do way more harm to their reputation than them just not paying them off because. Linus Tech Tips has a lot of clout. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of people have suggested to me that they're paid off. And when I watch their videos, I'm like, I don't think they are. I just think they got a faulty 5,700 in this review. <laughs> like, Or I think, I think you know, I don't know the bigger guy's name who does videos without Linus sometimes. I think some of his content is odd, but I don't think he's paid off at all. I think that's just his opinion, and I don't agree with it. Yeah, I mean, I... I- Honestly, can't say I've really watched any of his videos, so I okay, can't yeah. speak to him. 
But I don't think anyone on Linus is paid off. Uh, I think the people who are paid off, um, and this I will actually go to, I didn't actually send you this. I actually watched while you were, you know, getting ready to join. Uh, Not an Apple fan did a video on his opinion, which I wasn't sure what to expect from it, but it was actually really good. I actually recommend people go to Not an Apple fan, watch his opinions on NVIDIA paying people off because he actually goes through like, 10 check channels and like breaks down their videos on if they could be paid off. And he makes very good points for almost every single one. I think it's actually one of Paul's better videos. And he points out that there's almost no evidence any of these channels are paid off, like any. And But then he goes to some of the smaller mid-sized ones, like 30,000 subscribers, like, you know, maybe 50% bigger than me. And he's like, yeah, this one looks paid off. And he does think Digital Foundries, too. He's like, I just don't know how else you can explain this bizarre 5700 XT review. Which, uh, offhand, do you know how big Digital Foundries is? I mean, they're one of the bigger channels, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I remember, like, IGN and other, like, gaming websites usually use their benchmarks for PS4 and Xbox One game performance a lot like a lot of the yeah. time they do so there's something with digital foundry that's odd to me for how big they are but you know they're a more mainstream one and if you think about nvidia's marketing they don't usually target hardware unbox or gamers nexus because they can't because they're so technical they put so much effort into being objective but a more mainstream version of them like digital foundry that is usually marketing to more console and casual PC gamers. I don't mean casual, like, I mean, like, not as, like, I, I just don't see Digital Foundry as one of those ones for people that, like, really, really get into, like, cash coherency, like, a door goes into, <laughs> or, like, how Gamers Nexus, like, like, the in-depth stuff Gamers Nexus does is, a lot of it really is for hardcore PC enthusiasts, like, really hardcore. Yeah. Digital Foundry does strike me as a website they would target, to be honest. Like, because they're semi-casual and they're more console-ish. You know, they, I don't know how else to put it. How do I, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Like, no one who has, everyone watching these channels, like Debauer, Gamers Nexus, Buildzoid, are like super informed. So the bullshit isn't going to work. Like, these people aren't going to fall for NVIDIA's bullshit. But people who go to Digital Foundry and want to watch Xbox One X versus a 1070 videos, I feel like that's the target audience right there. Yeah. Like, PC gamer master race people who... That's who you want to market to (laughs) if you're NVIDIA, really. Because if you ever go too in-depth, you'll usually find NVIDIA's products are subpar. I'll just say it. (laughs) But yeah, so I think we've touched on that. And I also see that Steve at Hardware Unboxed is going insane on AMD Fanboys on Twitter right now. I don't have much to say about that, (laughs) except, dude, AMD Fanboys drive people uh, crazy. And they drive me crazy. They they drove, they did drive Adored crazy at one point. They did drive Hardware Unboxed to the brink, I remember, a couple years ago. But I don't know what to say, except that I don't know of what, there's this weird sect of AMD subreddit, uh, AMD fanboys that is religious adherence to a certain type of fanboyism. And if you stray at all from it, you are now need to be hated on. <laughs> I, I feel like it's the... Um, and they take any hint that NVIDIA is doing something wrong as a chance to shit on tech channels. Yeah, and I feel like it might just be uh, the underdog mentality. I feel like the underdog fanboys are a lot of the time the more insufferable ones. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and there isn't, and it isn't underdog, yeah, it's a good way to put it, an AMD underdog zealotness 
because then they start attacking AMD anytime AMD's doing well. Like this bizarre masochism, <laughs> like, no, AMD has to be an underdog. It's like, guys, I don't think AMD's an underdog anymore. No, I certainly don't think Intel's the underdog. They're still a, bi- a bigger threat to the market. And NVIDIA's yeah. <laughs> never could be an underdog with the way they act. But <laughs> uh, AMD's not an underdog anymore. Yeah, I mean, they've brought up to they brought cpu performance up to the level of intel at this point and even have surpassed them at this point i would say in a lot of respects but yeah so i don't know and the, i would just say <laughs> i don't think steve listens to most of these i know he's listened to a couple but don't let them drive you crazy and don't hate on amd all amd fanboys i mean i think fanboys kind of suck in general but don't I, I think there is something going on here, though. And this brings me to another subject I want to talk about, that I think there's something going on with some of these tech channels like Gamers Nexus and Hardware Unbox, like doing, making fun of fanboy videos whenever they get a chance. And I just, I don't know. I, the, the, I get why they do it, but I do want to say, I do think NVIDIA is paying off channels, even if they're not you, Steve. <laughs> And I don't think it's nearly as pervasive as some people think. I don't think there's some grand conspiracy where every single channel is paid off by NVIDIA. But I do think some are. And I do think you do diminish the problem going on here where if you just make fun of any of these allegations, because sometimes they've been true. I mean, look at the GPP program or, yeah, the the the, I think the GeForce Partner Program is what it was called, where they tried to basically... You remember that? Uh... No, I don't think I do, actually. Is that... It was a year ago. They sent out contracts to every website that you can't say bad things about in video or you won't. Oh, yes, I do remember that. It was insane. And there was like... Of course, they instantly rebelled and there were a few websites that just posted it and said, fine, don't send us stuff. We're posting the thing you just sent us online so people can see how insane you are. (laughs) So, I mean, NVIDIA does do stuff like that. And Adored recently did a good video showing how NVIDIA has completely hijacked FreeSync, although half of that's AMD's fault, as usual. I don't know why. AMD lets NVIDIA get away with this stuff. But, like, I don't know if you've seen this, Dan. They can't show FreeSync on some advertising now for monitors. They have to show G-Sync. I don't even know how that happens. Because NVIDIA says to get G-Sync certified, remember, because now G-Sync doesn't require their DRM module. They say to get G-Sync certified, you can't advertise FreeSync. And so that means you can't advertise that NVIDIA cards work on these monitors, which the the manufacturers want to because most people still own NVIDIA. So to show that NVIDIA works on this monitor, they have to not advertise FreeSync. So now you have literally (laughs) some things where it's almost impossible to tell if an AMD card will work on things anymore. Yeah, I mean, so we know uh, NVIDIA has pulled this Kind Which I think it's going before. out on my TV, I mean, by the way. I think I was sent a link. I, uh, don't quote me, but I think I was sent a link where my TV, Dan, uh, is mm-hmm. about to be G-Sync certified and they're going to remove FreeSync support on the box, even though it still has it. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's just classic NVIDIA, man. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, it, it's a fact, Tom. In order for G-Sync to work, FreeSync cannot be written on the box. That does make G-Sync no longer work. <laughs> Uh, new question on Tom's hardware forums. Do AMD graphics cards work with Intel processors? <laughs> like, this is the type of, like, stuff that NVIDIA likes to get out there. You know, like, just, like, hinting at it so that people just buy their stuff. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and so that, and that, that, that My point, though, is, so, when Gamers Nexus 
they were justified to make fun of that article because they were directly called out. But when I see Hardware Unboxed making these videos or I don't know if they are making or, or tweeting constantly shitting on AMD fanboys, it's like, I, Steve, sometimes, which Steve am I talking about? Hardware Unboxed, Steve? <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes NVIDIA is pulling stuff like this. So don't go too hard on the AMD fans, even if they are insufferable sometimes. That, that's all yeah, I want to I mean, say. And, and we do know they've done stuff like this before. Like Gamesworks, I would argue, is a similar thing where it, it's not exactly the same, but it's like they did this black box program to try to undercut AMD. They're, they do insidious market practices all the time. Yeah. That I've, at least from what I've seen. They do, and so that's why I do think it's a balance where, and I know, I know I'm know, i an AMD shill, even though I just had the most pro Intel video in history just come out, right? <laughs> but uh, even though not really, I think I was very fair in that video. Uh, let's not get off subject, but you yeah. know, I'm not a shill. I'm just saying, I'm telling you, NVIDIA does this stuff. So, And I own an NVIDIA card right now. Again, I can't believe I have to say that. I shouldn't have to say that. <laughs> But like I can, and I talk shit about AMD all the time too. And I don't know. But anyways, we have a reader mail question here, which if you support us on Patreon, uh, you can do as well. Grimzod says, on the subject of NVIDIA AMD box marketing, is it not fair to ask that competing cards be compared to each other? Not cards of the same manufacturer and that all marketing materials be removed from site unless the card in questions are being reviewed. Well, I just want to say right away, I think it is see, and I think that's the point Hardware and Box was making, though, in their defense. I think it is unreasonable to attack any channel with an NVIDIA box in the background. Well, yeah, I mean, all of these like tech hardware channels that do reviews, that, especially Hardware Unboxed, I mean, yeah, like they all have the wall of components, and there's invariably going to be some RTX stuff in the background or some NVIDIA stuff in the background. There's AMD stuff in the background, usually, too. It's just Whereas me and Dan have dogs in the background. Yes. Uh, a wall of dogs. We have, we have not yet upgraded to the wall of GPUs, but I would argue the wall of dogs is better. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's fair to have any of this stuff in the background. Again, though, I do think it's weird if, like, again, I think it becomes damning when Digital Foundry, during a Navi review, zooms in on an RTX card during the game where AMD's winning and puts it in a small little like NFL football box on the corner of the screen. <laughs> well, well, the 5700 XT is killing a 2080 Super in Battlefield 1. And, they're j- and then he just like holds up an RTX card and let's talk about ray tracing in a 5700 XT review. Like that's the type of stuff that's bad. But just seeing an NVIDIA card in the background, I mean, I don't know. And you know, maybe AMD should send out more Free cards to people. Like, I don't know what else to say, too. Like, uh, AMD's not helping themselves by not sending out samples. It costs them nothing. Well, I, are they not sending out samples? I mean, I, I guess... I, I, I would assume know. both tech companies are doing so. Yeah. But but there's nothing wrong with that being in the background. And, and NVIDIA... Well, I guess in <laughs> TechTuber's defense, NVIDIA has... I guess now the 1650 Super is what it's going to be called, not a 1650 Ti. So I guess now two more Super cards are coming out. So what, has NVIDIA launched like 100 cards this year? I mean, maybe that's why so many NVIDIA cards are in the background right now. (laughs) Like, listen, guys, NVIDIA is making 40 cards a month. We don't know what you want us to do. (laughs) Like, these are the newest cards. So I guess that's true. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess all I'm saying is maybe AMD could try a little harder to try to 
prominently feature their stuff. But again, I, I just, I don't think it's a problem unless they're like zooming in like Digital Foundry did on GeForce or AMD during a thing that has nothing to do with it. And especially weird is when you all see like an Intel product review and there's like 10 seconds zooming in on an RTX card while they're hooking it up. And it's like, okay, so I think I can kind of see what might be going on there. But again, watch Digital Foundry's 5700 XT review. That's my bar for this could be something fishy. This is probably, yeah, something. But again, you can't <laughs> prove it. And so even though I just basically said you could, I guess, uh, like, let me be clear. It's like, well, I mean, I don't know. I think you just have to say, like, do you think it should? I think you shouldn't have to even think about, are they being paid off? You should think of, are you enjoying that content? Like, did you enjoy? Like, it doesn't matter if they're being paid off. Did you enjoy them zooming in on a 2060 <laughs> Super for Half of a 5700 XT review? Like, because I didn't. That's why I'm just done with Digital Foundry. Yeah, it's just a matter of even if they're not being paid off, it's just strange. Like, why are you making your content like this? And I don't want to be done with Digital Foundry. It's just because they do do some really good graphs and charts and videos, and they have done some really interesting console videos, I will say. But yeah. like one of the only channels to do good breakdowns of the specs on a console. Like oh, I can only get some information from them sometimes. So I'll always use them. But my God, I do not know what's going on with some of their videos. <laughs> and I've seen even worse ones sent to me recently. I don't even remember them. But where I'm just like, yeah, I don't know what to make of this. This is just, I don't know. Not good. <laughs> I guess one of the last things I'll talk about is people have been bringing up a hardware Canucks video where they compare a $700 Intel gaming rig to a $700 AMD one. Guys, I didn't actually think it was that bad. I don't know. <laughs> and I've been very outspoken of hardware Canucks. I think theirs was one of the channels I attacked for the 5700 XT reviews as well. Um, I don't. I mean, they basically, I mean, their numbers were there. They got roughly the same performance between an i5 and a 2600. Not a 3600, guys. A 2600. And uh, I mean, I don't agree with their overall assessment. Just ignoring Intel's horrible stock cooler. Acting like AMD's is even remotely as bad. And I don't know. I, the apps they use, though, got the results they got. I Look, I don't agree with them. And I just want to be clear. I don't really agree with what most channels do for budget builds. <laughs> <laughs> like they'll, you'll see like we got this $100 of RAM and a $200 processor and then a $50 graphics card on eBay and it's just or or they'll like show like a $100 power supply I'm like dude if you're building a 200 watt PC that's a budget build get one of those Don't. cases with a cheaper power supply or something I'm not saying get a one that's going to break yep. your PC but guys like what are you doing getting a $80 power supply with a $80 graphics card <laughs> Yeah, because what? That's probably like a six or 700 watt power supply. Like if you're doing a budget build, you don't need to get that. <laughs> if you're doing a budget build, it's probably not for 144 hertz. So like what's with this? Even the 2600, get a 1600 for $90, <laughs> get a $60, you know, motherboard and then get, you know, I'd still recommend 16 gigabytes of RAM, but it doesn't need to be the fastest because the RAM's not going to be a bottleneck with that processor. And then you can just get a 5700. Half of the cost of a budget build should be the graphics card, if not more. Yeah, I mean... If it's for gaming, to, it's 60 Once you're at $700, you're min-maxing everything, so... So I, I just don't agree with how they do budget builds in general, to be honest, everyone. Uh, so I just... Don't, don't send me that, those types of videos. I'm just going to be... <laughs> I'm going to be mad at things you might not think I'm mad about. <laughs> 
So what do you, I guess the last thing I'll say just as a, like, what's your greater opinion on like buying off tech tubers and stuff here? I think we're going to wrap up in five, 10 minutes on this episode. It's supposed to be a shorter one. Um, I don't feel like, uh, gamers Nexus is being bought off. I suppose I think some channels probably are being bought off. We know Nvidia has tried to do this in the past about a year ago. They're, They've been insidious several times throughout history. They have a long history of doing it, yeah. Yeah, so is, is there maybe some validity to that uh, original Reddit post? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised if that guy is a real YouTuber and is worried about using his, attaching his actual name to it. But it doesn't rise to the level of we know what he's saying is true because he doesn't really provide much supporting evidence. Yeah, and another thing I would say is we need to be the police here. And being the police does not mean trying to dox people or shitting on them on Twitter or like making entire <laughs> reports about why a channel sucks on Reddit, which I've seen. Like that took hours to put together where it's just like that's it's not good for you this hate, first of all. That's not the solution. The solution is don't watch their channel anymore. Don't reward the bullshit and then it'll stop because I think people think, and I see this all the time still, is this idea, well, people will just listen to the paid off reviewers anyways and buy NVIDIA. And the truth is, I'm not seeing that. Navi is selling incredibly well. AMD's graphics cards were selling, outselling NVIDIA before Navi even came out. I'm not seeing this. I think consumers are getting smarter. And I think that's why NVIDIA is getting more and more desperate because they know this shit ain't going to work anymore. And they need at least a new art. They need Ampere out to fix their, you know, visual downgrading, which people are waking up to, to fix their horrible support of FreeSync, which they haven't quite gotten widespread support out yet. They, they have cards that they might not be able to get on 7 nanometer if they really have to use Samsung. I don't think that's going to be ready till mid next year. Like, so NVIDIA is getting more desperate. I don't think there's, I don't see the evidence that people are just going to fall for it because people aren't falling for it anymore. And so it is working. We are getting smarter. We are waking up to it. We are using hardware unboxed and gamers Nexus and listening to pundits like hopefully me and, you know, a good old gamer and Paul who have their opinions. And I, I think people are getting smarter. So this idea that NVIDIA can just get away with this, I'm not seeing evidence they are getting away with it. Yeah, I know. And uh, to for reference that Gamers Nexus video again, where he was like, and they're doing this in an attempt to uh, make us stop talking about AMD. And then he just scrolled through his feed for like the past six months. And it's like 70% AMD videos because, I mean, AMD is doing interesting stuff right now. Yeah. <laughs> but so it's hard to not talk about AMD. So yeah, exactly. It, like the, the solution is not hate. It's just don't reward Digital Foundry for their ridiculously bad 5700 XD review and they'll stop doing it. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing I'll say is this, and I've said it before, we are never, ever going to be paid off. I, I'll, <laughs> people can send me money if they want. They can send me graphics cards and I'll happily review them or save my impressions of them. But I mean, I'm pretty sure I've already alienated all of the companies. So, like, this is just not going to happen. You know, like, we're never going to be paid off. And that's why Patreon's so important. Uh, so that we get out our opinions and we speak freely. Because without it, this just isn't happening. You know, originally, this episode was going to be a die shrink. 
But uh, now I figured this could be a public broken silicon. But this is kind of an idea of what our die shrink somewhere likes. If you like more specific in-depth discussions with me and Dan, uh, yeah, consider supporting us and we'll get more of these opinions out there. All right. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have too much. Uh, I think that pretty much wraps up the episode then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm plugging it. We do have a Patreon. If you support us, you can write in reader mail like Grimzai did for this episode. And uh, there's a lot of ex- content on there too, if you do. But yeah, support us and support other channels and don't support the bad ones and uh, things will get better. <laughs> and by the way, guys, things are clearly getting better. So drop the pessimism. <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. Bye. Broken Silicon, a PC hardware and gaming podcast is predominantly brought to you by me, Tom of Moore's Law is Dead. You can find all my content, including videos, articles, and this podcast at www.moreslawsdead.com. And of course, it is also often co-hosted by my brother, Dan. And it is edited by my sound engineer, Gerard Cortez. You can find his contact information at www.moreslawsdead.com. You can also find the contact information of my article editor, Carbon Cry. Now, of course, if you want to keep the show running, I really do hope you rate me on your podcasting platform of choice, share it with your friends, and if you have the money, but only if you do, consider supporting me on Patreon at Moore's Laws Dead. If you do, you get access to the Discord to talk to other enlightening people who work not just at AMD, not just at NVIDIA, but often in the server space and other computing areas that people often overlook. And of course... If you support it, you can get access to reading these people's names that keep the show running. But without further ado, let me give thanks to my greatest supporters. The following supporters are at the net first 10 gigahertz or higher level. Thank you for your support and fandom. Bootman, Hunter Drake, Dean, Ruckus, Justin Yant, Thomas Rupp, Tomas Braz, Jesse Blanton, Jordan Betcher, Mohamed Al-Kawari, Matthew Brubacher, Prime Tech TV, Justin Parrish, Zachary Martin, Terrence Harrod, Carl Marco, Otterwise Tech, Thyrus, or the Ninth Dude. Greg Reniger, Keelan Lau, Daniel Cash, Night Rogue 77, Mechanical Philosopher, Lebo Kinkilo, Bollocks, Derek Evans, Matthew McMullen, Christoph Novak, Neil X01, Matt Salem, Aaron Close, Sexy, Scott Schof, Frederick Lau, Alexander Delar, Alethros, Telos, Kaiden, Greg D. Wanchek, Jacob Barber, XOT, Whiny Care Bear, Matthew Lane, Paul Jones, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Jedi, Rubber Ducks, Nick Neasy, and Ali Robertson. And of course, thank you to Sahara for the music. And thank you to everyone for listening. Please share.